What's going on, everybody? We're back with the Real Bodybuilding Podcast, episode number 55, and I am here with Mr. Olympia. How are you, Brandon? You know, I'm swell today. Swell. Yeah? You haven't yeah. been on? I haven't had you on. Last time you were on the show was, I think you were four, was it, you were four weeks out from the Olympia? No, you were quite a bit out from the Olympia the last time you were on. Yeah, I remember it was, it was leading up to the Olympia, that's all I remember. Yeah, I remember saying, I think you're going to win, and then you won. Right, and then you're supposed to come on after the show, and then you just got way too busy. <laughs> so now, yeah, yeah. So now we're catching up. Yeah, definitely catching up because yeah, that was a whirlwind. We got a lot to catch up. Seems like yeah, man. A I want to You know, I want to ask you off the bat is one of the, one of my questions that's kind of been. I've never I've never had a anyone anyone that I knew well that was Mr. Olympia. You know, I mean, it's always been such a far. Like I didn't know Jay that well. I didn't know. And me and you actually worked together at SciTech and I kind of, we had a friendly relationship. So I always wanted to ask somebody just straight up, what's it like being Mr. Olympia? Like, what is it like from one bodybuilder to another? Like what happened after you became Mr. Olympia? Uh, it just magnifies literally pretty much everything from how many people want to see you parents wise, yeah. you know, uh, how many people are in your inboxes, messaging mm-hmm. about this and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much uh, criticism you get, like everything's magnified, magnified. even how much uh, praise you get, it's yeah, all yeah. magnified. So it's just, you know, it's just like winning a normal show when you have that, uh, you know, that week, that couple of days after everybody's just on your, on your, yeah, yeah. but it's, it just lasts longer. Yeah. You know, it's just a longer uh, fanfare, festivities, a lot of energy, mm. a lot of people just, it's like, <clears throat> It's like, it's like being recognized all over again. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, that's true. You kind of like re became everybody's like favorite all of a sudden. What, what's it like walking around though in your own head though? Like not talking about DMS, not talking about contracts or guest posings or like just going to the grocery store and knowing you're the best bodybuilder in the world. What's that? What, uh, is there I'm, a bad, difference? I'm bad. I'm bad about, I'm bad about it, man. I'm bad about that awareness. <laughs> like, uh, what do you mean? I'm terrible. I'm terrible about thinking about, oh, I'm Mr. Olympia. Like, uh, like I, I have people around me, fortunately, that remind me or remind mm-hmm. people for me. Yeah. Let's, say if, let's say if I admit an incident, I'm trying to explain who I am, and I have a hard time, like, explaining who I am, and then I have, oh, he's Mr. Olympia, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, okay, you know? So I don't really, I don't really going around thinking, oh, Mr. Olympia, it's just... So it's not, it's not, do you forget sometimes? Like when you're at the gym training, do you forget like I'm the best bodybuilder in the world? Is it, is it, is it like in your head or is it, is no, it not? It's, it's, it's not constantly in my head. It's not, no, it's right. not something I constantly think about. No, it's like, you know, it has to be something to put it in perspective and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Here's a, here's a question for you. So when you're training and let's say you're in a busy gym, I mean, you probably haven't been in a busy gym lately because of COVID, but let's say you're in a busy gym and you're training. Do you feel like you have to train harder or with more weight or anything if people are watching because you're Mr. Olympia or is that not, not present? I don't, I don't feel that pressure either. I probably would. I probably feel the same pressure of trying to make sure I execute everything properly. Like I'm not, uh, I'm not kind of being an example of the wrong things they do in the gym. I see. I see. So uh, I, I probably focus on that more than anything but that's always been probably my focus yeah. as i've progressed in bodybuilding when i was younger of course 
it was to be lifting the most. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Be the strongest and, you know, maybe uh, have the most intense sets. But now it's, it's more or less, okay, this is what you should be doing. Mm. Uh, this is how you should be focusing. What's it like? What was it? Did the pressure get to you at all after winning? Because obviously you got your life probably got a lot busier. Like you probably a lot more, a lot more doors open up, a lot more opportunities. Have you been able to handle the pressure? I know your wife helps you with a lot of that, but have you been able to handle the pressure well, or is it something that gets to you some days and you're like, I kind of wish I was like just Brandon Curry again, where I could train and not worry about any of this stuff. Or are you welcome, the, do you welcome all the extra things that are coming with it? I kind of welcome it. Uh, I think the the ability to kind of compartmentalize things in my mind and not always feel like I'm Mr. Olympia kind of mm-hmm. helps with the, yeah. any certain pressures I feel. Uh, it's it's just some it's just a matter of okay, am I doing enough? Am I uh, representing the sport well enough? Yeah, and that's always in context to like maybe an event, something bodybuilding oriented that I'm planning for that I'm doing mm-hmm. in my daily life. Maybe I don't really put bodybuilding into it that much as far as the pressures yeah. but when it comes to like uh you know something coming up or something i have to do bodybuilding oriented mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's a little bit more pressure to think okay yeah i'm representing the sport my wife probably reminds me uh the most like okay yeah. you know we have to you know think about it like this or you need to make sure you know you're looking at it this way or these people are they needing this from you and that from you so yeah. she kind of helps me kind of zone that stuff in sure from the outside view yeah because uh you know i'm, I'm too much of a, a regular normal guy to uh to really just put all this together in my head all the time and just be yeah. constantly in this uh facade of who mr olympia is supposed yeah. to be but that's so she kind, kind of, of puts me in perspective that's kind of the part i was getting to though because i like my life has changed a lot with starting the supplement company and like you know doing the podcast now and like all these things and obviously I'm not comparing to the amount of stuff you have going on, but I'm just saying there are days where I'm like, you know what? I kind of miss being just food at the bodybuilder and just, just training and going to the, sh- like just getting on stage and not having anybody worry or watch or anything like that. So that's kind of what I'm wondering is, is there days where you're like, I wish I could just kind of turn it all off for a day and just. Man, I'm, I'm too, I'm in too deep. I'm in too deep. <laughs> and I, I, haven't, I haven't felt the normalcy of, you know, nobody watching, nobody criticizing me. I haven't felt that in forever. That's true, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's been a part of my life for a long time now. I don't even know. I don't even know when I haven't felt all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. just being Mr. Olympia, it's just, it's just, it, it's no, no real difference in that aspect. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm still the bodybuilder trying to prove himself as yeah. always. Seems. Um, when you turned, when you won the show. Uh, before COVID and all that, I noticed you were doing a lot of a lot of things that people wanted Mr. Olympia to do. I, you know, you're speaking at high schools, and I saw you speaking to football teams, and I, I, I saw you doing a lot of different things that people want their Mr. Olympia to do that were very positive. But you're also Mr. Olympia in a time of COVID, and now you can't travel and all these things. So, do you think? Do you feel like it's, it's kind of put a damper on what you really wanted to set out to do because you can't do all these things that you were doing before? A big, a big damper. My whole 220 schedule was demolished. Yeah, uh, and it was very, very busy. Mm-hmm. So it just put a big halt on, on my ability to go around and kind of just, you know, be in the presence of fans, be in the presence of the community, and uh, just really, really just show my worth to the sport. Mm-hmm. Kind of really got in the way of that a lot. Uh, but 
I've tried to sneak out. You know, I've got a chance to go to the Tampa uh, Pro uh, last week. Yeah. And that was good to be around the bodybuilding community, be around and trying to kind of kind of get the feel of the energy from the sport again and kind of seeing things go back to somewhat normal. Yeah. It's very, very encouraging. I, I feel like I needed to be there. Um, mm-hmm. It's something I feel like I needed to do. So I made the opportunity to do that. And, and it was great. It was great being there, seeing history being made, mm-hmm. you know, seeing Hunter on stage, having Lee. Yeah, Labrada behind me screaming for Hunter, thinking what what's going on in his head. You know, it's like it's just yeah. it was just nuts. So it was just it was a good time to get out, and uh, you know, I'm glad I I'm glad I did it in these times, these interesting times. Yeah, do you have do you feel like you have a real impact when you go to those, like when you're talking to a football team or you're talking to a high school, or do you feel like you're having a real impact on not only the kids that are listening, but do you feel like you're really putting a good face on bodybuilding? Because I feel like bodybuilding needs somebody like you out there and really like to give us a good look, a good face, a good, you know, a good representative. So do you feel like you were doing that? Do you feel like you were actually giving that back? Yeah, I actually do. I get a lot of good feedback uh, from, from the community when it comes to those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, So a lot of people, you know, they, you know, they, a lot of people just hear about the things that I've done. In the community, I ran into a particular person. They didn't know who I was, but they, when they heard my name, they knew who I was. And they're like, oh, yeah, I heard a lot of good things about you. So yeah. it's, it's been getting around as far as, you know, me doing these community activities about you know, the type of person I am. And, uh, you know, it's just a lot of good feedback. I actually went to a birthday party uh, yesterday of the teacher okay. that invited me out to one of his the schools to, to speak. Yeah. So uh, he was just kind of giving me feedback on, you know, the things that go around and, and how I impacted this student after I left and this and this and that. Yeah. So I can kind of get some of the inside intel, like what's going on after the fact. So wait a minute, let, let me ask you, how does that happen? So you, is this a teacher at one of your son's schools or one of your, no, children? no, it's a teacher at, a, at my old high school. I didn't, he wasn't, he didn't teach me. Yeah. He wasn't there when I was there, yeah. but he invited me. Uh, so he just speak. emailed you. And he's like, can you come to my birthday party and speak? Well, his, his wife actually hit me up uh, for, uh, yeah. for his birthday party to surprise him. So that's pretty I was awesome. like, I was like, cool. I'll, I'll go out and uh, eat some uh, eat some wings and stuff with you guys and hang out. Yeah. So it was pretty cool, but it's good catching up. <laughs> you know, I think of that kind of stuff, and you know, I, I've talked a lot about anxiety <clears throat> on the podcast and how I dealt with it a lot in my in my twenties mostly. But is that nerve wracking? Is it like you know going to somebody's house? Like you know, you just you don't really know the guy. You're like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm gonna speak. And do you have a, a speech prepared, or do you kind of like wing it, or like how does that work when you go there? Everything's better when it's natural. Everything's better when it's natural. So yeah. I, I, don't, I don't suffer from uh, nerves at all. I'm not a, I'm not one of those people that suffer from nerves. I kind of go in, go in just expecting, this, you know, not expecting anything, just kind of, you know, kind of reacting to the situation as it comes. And it's just cool. I, this teacher, man, he's he's such a fan of bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, he changed his shirt maybe like three times, so he had three different Brandon Curry shirts on, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> and dinner and during dinner so and his, his friends were like oh so you know so you're the guy huh? you're the guy you <laughs> so so did you if, give it, like did you give like a formal speech or was it like a toast or like no 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 i i just i just showed up and just i just, oh, hung, just out, hung out you know? okay 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 yeah it wasn't anything official i just told him i'd come hang out for his birthday and uh enjoy some food with him and stuff so we just kind of kind of met him and his friends and just hung out that's pretty awesome man that's pretty awesome. I wonder what kind of impact that has on everybody there. And then the funny thing is, the thing I like about that is, 
I always think about the people that don't know anything about bodybuilding mm-hmm. and they have their preconceived notions and you know, they think that we're a certain way and we act a certain way and we, and then they meet you and they meet somebody like you. And I feel like it could change their entire perception of the sport. Cause yeah, I, it was, it was, it was a lot of regular people, you know, it was a professional golfer who, who taught golf lessons there. And he was just ragging on me a lot. You know, you know, first came in, he's like, man, you need some antihistamines. You know, you're all, you know, swollen like a bee. Yeah, like, yeah, you know? yeah. So he was that, you know, but I, I related to him really well. We had a good time. And then there was even a, a pastor friend there yeah. that I was talking to as well. So there's a lot of different people there and people in the teaching community, people that, you know, they were talking about all the, you know, the new, you know, kids not being able to go to school, the, uh, you know, being uh, online and some kids being able to go to school. And of course, they teach in different districts. So they would kind of, mm-hmm let me know filling me in on what what they're dealing with in the community yeah. right now so it was just an interesting just to just kind of relate to uh you know just regular people outside of the sport yeah and then uh, just being there for somebody that is known for being a great teacher in the community and uh being able to you know being a bodybuilding fan you know yeah. so i can i could just relate to uh normal people and yeah you know appreciate uh you know one of our teachers you have uh, you have four kids right yes what's it and they haven't been able to go to school. Are you homeschooling them? Actually, their first day of school was today. Okay. But what have so you, how long, how long have they been home though? Uh, they've been home for five months. And how crazy has that been? Is, is yeah. it something, is it something you enjoy? Cause you don't get to see them much like last year. You didn't see them a lot. Or is it well, something where yeah. you're like, no, it's definitely something I enjoy, but you know, of course that wears on, it wears on mom, you know, yeah. Uh, having to deal with the kids so for that long. It wasn't that bad, but you know, it's just still, it's like kids are kids. Yeah, of course. And they, they, they need to do things. And yeah. they went to school. Their schools, uh, they go to a little private school, so it's not a lot of students. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, it's not, they're not really, really super strict on uh, everything. But, mm-hmm. you know, you go to school at your own risk, you know, kind of yeah. deal. Yeah. And if you don't if you want to be exposed, you can, you know, have to go to school there. Or you can do something else, or web, web only. But if, you know, you're not afraid to be around people, you know, you can go. So we don't want to, you know, over shelter the kids and just take that experience yeah. of being able to socialize out of fear so they all went to school today for the first so day. it's been nice for you being home because last year you were gone to kuwait for so long right what kind of stuff did you do with the kids is it mostly like physical activities or are you just working with them or like what kind of stuff do you do with them every day for five months well you know most of it is just you know my kids are really in the game and i'm not much in the game yeah so most of it is them them running around doing practices trying to do conditioning yeah. Uh, you know, I did bring uh, Maximus to to Florida recent when I went to Florida for the Tampa. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we got him. We rented a sports uh, a Corvette. And yeah, I saw we, that. You know, yeah, I, so, I saw this. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So that is my wife's idea. She's like, "Yeah, he he'll love this." So we went around to the top down and stuff for a while, yeah. and then we went uh, uh, jet skiing and okay. stuff. So yeah. it it was pretty cool, you know, just to do that. But you know, of course, things have been limited for the most part. Yeah. Uh, when they've, you know, everything's been kind of, you know, shut down. We wanted to go to a family vacation, but it's kind of, it's kind of one of those things you you don't really know. Yeah. You know, if she yeah. should take that trip. So I, as I've been getting out a little bit, I've been seeing that it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, okay to get out, but yeah. So I took him out. He enjoyed it. He enjoyed being around the community and learning which, and kind of seeing the things. Which son he was, was like, dang. Which, okay. which, son, which son was it? It's Maximus, my oldest boy. Is it? I just want to show everybody. Uh, sorry, I can't see what I'm doing here. <laughs> it's some technical difficulty. Okay. Uh, is it? Is this your son you're talking about? Is this the son? No, that's marvelous. 
Okay, this is just we'll go back to Maximus in a minute, but this physique's crazy. How old is he? That's the middle son. He's eight. <laughs> this kid's eight years old. <laughs> yeah, my wife said he's seven in this picture, though. In these pictures, this is nuts, man. This is this. He's got he's got dad's genetics. Is that what it is? Yeah, he he's my he's my responder to like training. Like so, this is like uh, probably a month or so, or after I got him some weights at home, like some dumbbells and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he was really into, you know, really training every day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, he just develops. He gets a pump. He likes it. And this son, he's my he, – he was born bigger, more muscular, but yeah, he's not as much into the training as my other son is. This – which son is the football player? Yeah. Well, both of them play football, but the Maximus is probably the one everybody knows. Is this the one – is Maximus the one in these videos? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is this is, – is that him there, 42? Yeah, yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's an animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he he's, he 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 loves the, he loves the game. He's That's great, man. Football is his sport, so yeah, he's definitely uh So you took him to Florida with you. You guys did some jet skiing. Yeah, man, that was kind of scary. Cuz my first time on a jet ski and I got a, I'm responsible for another life uh mm-hmm. with me. And uh oh, yeah. you know, you get to go real fast and that jet <laughs> that water doesn't feel like water anymore. It feels like freaking <laughs> cement. <laughs> I could imagine flying off, and I'm like, did, ah. did you guys fall at all, or are you good? <laughs> no, no, no. We stayed on, man. Like, yeah. I, I didn't think I got up. I, the fastest I went was like what, 71 kilometers. I think it said on the. That's fast on the water, though, man. Yeah, yeah. That's fast. It was, on was fast on the yeah. water. So. That's pretty awesome. Um, so I want to ask you about your training. So, like I said last year, you were gone to Kuwait forever, mm-hmm. uh, training all year long, and you know, leading up to the Olympia. This year, you've been home all yeah. year, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. How's that going to affect – is that going to affect you in December? Well, I don't really think so because last year was more like a two-show year. Because uh, Arnold, you know, yeah. And, you know, coming into the Olympia last year uh, because of the first the first little show. So, just I'm just so much fresher right now. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I think I'll come in as far as conditioning and responsiveness to, to the Olympia this year will be a lot better than last year. Okay. Just because I'm not as, I'm not as beat up. Did you, but did you put it on any size this year or you feel like you have the same package, but maybe more detail? Like, what are we looking at? What are we? Yeah, we don't, we're not trying to really change the game as far as uh, putting on any extra super mass. We're just trying to bring this package in okay. as clean as Chris as possible. Something that we didn't really get to capitalize on much last year. Yeah. We're going to bring, we're going to bring everything in a, a lot, a lot tighter this year. Okay. So it's, it's the, the game plan is hopefully, hopefully I'll be out of here in a, in a week. Hopefully. Okay. To go where? So, Back to Kuwait? Well, we, we're in Kuwait. Kuwait, we got two options. Uh, we're going to go Kuwait. If we can't get the, the, the verification visa stuff straightened out there, which looks like we, we will be, we'll yeah. go to a, another location which has an oxygen gym so, okay. that we can get into. So, uh, uh, so that's the plan, me and my coach. And we'll be there with me and my coach. My coach, I think he plans to come back with me to the U.S. for a little bit when we open up the – the grand opening you'll be at, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I heard. I th- I'm yeah. supposed to be. We're going to see. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll, so, so well, let me, let me get this timeline straight. So when do you leave for Kuwait or wherever the location is? If it's uh, not hopefully, ne- hopefully next week, hopefully next week, next week. And then you come back. Cause I think your grand opening is September. 19th. Yeah. So I'll, so I'll be going uh, technically about a month. Okay. And then yeah. after the, and then after the grand opening, do you go back to the middle East? Yeah, I'll, I'll go back. I'll go back. And then you don't come back again until the Olympia. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much the plan. Okay. Okay. So you're, is that tough for you with a month going there and coming back? Not a big deal, right? No, 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 no. That's not a big deal. 
uh, it's actually like, you know, it's it's always good to kind of have a a mental break, yeah. you know, and then get around in the fanfare again and Mm. then, uh, and then go back and be more motivated to kind of kill it some more. Uh, So it's, it's a, it's a, it'll be a good break if we come back. Plus it's exciting for me uh, to be able to come into the gym and open it. So you got a lot of friends there you miss? In the middle yeah, East. actually, actually, yeah, the community there. Yeah, it's like some of the guys are hit me up, man, root me on for this year. Yeah, but you know they haven't been in the gym either. Oh, really? They're all shut down yeah. there too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some of those guys haven't been in the gym, you know. So That's right. uh, it's like they're missing the whole experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you uh, one of the things I wanted to discuss with you more than anything is Phil coming back. Yeah, and I know you obviously heard the announcement. And I feel like every, everybody kind of jumped and everybody kind of said, Phil Heath's number eight, it's coming up number eight. And I'm like, I wonder how Brandon feels about this. So I wanted to get you on kind of to get your feelings toward, I mean, I know you're probably happy that he's coming back because it's going to yeah. give you a chance to solidify you right. know, who, who you are. Right. So it gives you that opportunity. Right. But was there any part of you that was kind of like, I don't know if upset's the right word, but disappointed that people just assume he's going to get eight. It's kind of like. Nah, 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 nah. See, you know, I guess I've been in the sport a long time. So mm. I understand marketing. You know, you can't market a seven-time Mr. Olympia and, and not mention the possibility of getting eight. Yeah. I mean, that. I mean, you got to go with that marketing uh, strategy mm. and that uh, possible, you know, anticipation for him winning that or tying the record. That makes it exciting, right? So that's not that's no uh, no disrespect for me there. That that's just yeah. makes sense. Uh, so you know, my my job is to uh, make that make you forget about that whole campaign. <laughs> <laughs> and what? How are you gonna do? Are you are you are you gonna play the Dorian card where you're like kind of hide out and just show up and like be like, hey, I'm still here, or are you gonna play the you know the Brandon Curry card that you played last year, which was like releasing little tidbits every couple of weeks to be like, look, this is what it is. It's coming back. Like, how do you, how do you plan on playing the game in the next few months? What, what do we expect? Well, uh, you're talking to me. I'll, I'll play, I'll play, I'll play the game the way the game is, is being played. What's, you know, but I, I have another factor is my coach. Mm-hmm. Abdullah is, uh, he's on fire right now. <laughs> and uh and it's explain. like i don't know i don't know how much i'll be able to hold him back you know can you explain that can you tell me in detail like give me some detail well, why why is he so fired up well this is you know uh this is something that he he's he's looking forward to yeah as as well as i am but mm-hmm. he wears his uh emotions more on his sleeve mm. and, and everything than me yeah. so he's he's like he's very passionate he's on fire he's he's hype about this opportunity and uh you know, he he's expresses he expresses it in a way that's really really intense. You know, yeah, really intense. Give so, me give me one thing he said to you. Give me one thing. Just give you a- uh, like uh, when 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 he when he really wants. But we're gonna kill everybody. We're gonna kill everybody. You know that. You yeah. know, <laughs> that, okay. that kind okay. of thing. I or, like that. Yeah. You know, or or you know he'll he'll go into you know some deep details of why you know why why Phil can't win. Uh, yeah. You know different things like that, and he's very passionate about it. And I understand it completely. So, depending on the excitement, depending on you know, you know, you know how we go back and forth, depending on how much we'll be able to release, because mm-hmm. he'll be itching to release. You know, 
release this and release that. And I'll be like, oh, not, not, not so soon. Maybe, maybe this, maybe this, maybe this time. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should wait till this happens. And, you know, so I'll be, I'll, I'll be, it's like a yin and yang with us. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, can you, can you express any of the things that he said? Cause you said that he has a bunch of reasons why you can win. Mm-hmm. Can you express any of those reasons? Well, I guess I can. I get because I can't too. Let's see. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be very calculated. I mean, this is his opinion, not yours. So we're just. Yeah, you know. this, is, this is his opinion. Um, let me see. You know, basically, you know, he, he doesn't think uh, Phil's made the any corrections. Okay. Uh, that um, from 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 his previous issues. First of all, okay. he doesn't see that. You know, he does. He's not impressed with uh, Phil's current. Um, way he's currently looking at the time either uh he he just doesn't think phil's you know in that phase of bodybuilding like he was you know that that prime like he's gonna be as responsive anymore he thinks he's over that hump yeah and uh he questions his motivations for uh actually doing the contest so it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of those things in general i guess i could sum it up as those things is pretty much why he knows that uh, he knows. He pretty much knows about me and where I am as far mm-hmm. as my abilities and where I am in my career, mm-hmm. and um, and he knows. You know, he knows how we zone in, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't think he thinks Phil's is is prepared uh, for 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 this, considering such a late notice. Yeah, that he's going to enter. Yeah, I mean, it's something that. You know, we don't we don't know what when tells why waited, but it's it, I don't I know he has an interview tonight. I'll, I'll listen to his interview tonight with uh, Dan Solomon. Yeah, and uh, we'll see we'll see where his head is at. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm really curious for his motivations. Uh, he he knows it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be a cakewalk no matter what he says. Yeah, and uh, this is uh, something I've been waiting on uh, ever since I met Phil Heath. Do you think oh, he- before I met Phil Heath? Do you think <laughs> I remember you expressed that to me before? Do yeah. you do you think he's taking you lightly? Because obviously he's going to be looking at you first because you're Mr. Olympia, right. and then he's right. obviously going to see you know there's uh, Bonac and I, somebody said something about Rami. Looks like he's getting ready. So, do you think he's paying attention to anybody but you? And if he is paying attention to you, do you think he's overlooking you at all? No, I don't think he's overlooking me. I know he's paying attention to me. Okay. What what he says about that. Uh, I don't, I won't, uh, you know, I don't know what he's going to say about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I know, I know for sure that, you know, he's paying attention and he's not going to overlook, look, look me. I mean, yeah. this is, I mean, he's not, he's, he's a very smart, smart bodybuilder. Yeah. So, and he's very competitive. So I think, um, one of the things you said for sure is that it's going to be harder to come back. It's always harder. I think as a bodybuilder, especially in your later years, and I like I know from experience, not that I have Phil's genetics, but any bodybuilder, I think in their later years will tell you that if you leave and come back, it's going to be a lot harder to bring the same package you had before you left. Whereas, whereas kind of you've been on your game and you're still ticking, you're still knocking them down. Right. So I think you have that in your, to your advantage for sure. Um, the other thing your coach said that is interesting. I didn't think of is I, maybe it is a different motivation and, the, there's something about being hungry for that, you know, for the win and not hungry for other aspects that might come with the win. 
So that's interesting. I never thought of that as maybe there's something else bringing him to it. That's not going to be enough fire to do the things he has to do. You're right. So it's going to be interesting. Is there anybody else? I mean, obviously you're looking at everybody, but is there anything, anybody else you think that could step between you two or could, could challenge you more so than last year? Well, you know, you always got to keep an eye on William, you know, he's, uh, yeah. He's one of the more consistent guys. You know, he's going to bring it. If he's allowed to compete coming to the U.S., you know, him being runner-up, I'm always, you know, making sure I'm keeping an eye on what's going on in his camp, what, mm-hmm. what he's doing, mm-hmm. uh, how he's looking. I, I, you know, I can't put him in the back of my mind. Of course, you know, you got you got Big Romney, of course. Mm-hmm. If uh, if he uh, if he's going to compete, I don't know. You know, you never know what's going on there. I, I think it was a week they said he was going to wait to 2021. And then uh, the next following week, he was talking about he was going to get ready to enter any contest that was coming up to okay. qualify. So, uh, you know, <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. You don't really know what's going on with that. But and then you, then you, got, uh, you got Flex Lewis, of course. He's going to open. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that should make, be an exciting uh, presence as well coming in on stage. You know, not, not being compared uh, to anybody in the open as of recent. So that'll be interesting as well. I'm trying to think of anybody else. You know what, I'm really, um, I'm uh, actually interested to see how do you think, you know, a lot of people now are talking about Phil, but before mm-hmm. Phil, before Phil announced, everybody's talking about Flex Lewis. Mm-hmm. Do you think Flex Lewis will be a more of a challenge to you than William? Or like, where do you, where do you see Flex? Is, is Flex kind of on your radar? Uh, I just, I just... When I when I compare when I compare Flex and Williams physique wise, uh, you know William Williams to me is is more of a threat just because he's just he's just a thicker bodybuilder. He knows what he's what he's he knows what package to bring in mm-hmm. at this level, and you know he knows exactly and he, what to bring in. Flex is is is, is question mark. Yeah, you know. He, we don't really know, you know, what he's going to be able to bring in, what he's going to look like, what what he's going to shoot for. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be more size? Is he going to bring, be able to bring the crisp conditioning? Because uh, we know we know it's going to be conditioned from the back. That's yeah. different. Yeah. So when you look at flex, you got to critique him from the front. Mm-hmm. Will he be hard? Will he be full? Will, will he have the depth that he needs uh, uh, from the front with the extra size that he may put on? So yeah. he, he's more of a question mark. I, I can I can know I can count on. Uh, you know, William to come in and and be a threat. Yeah. But I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure about flex quite yet. You know, that's a good point. I never even thought of that either because with the added muscle comes blurred lines. Or also if he shoots for trying to be too big on stage, it might hurt his conditioning a little bit. So, yeah, there's a lot of, there is a lot of like variables that people haven't considered because people, I think people just think flex Lewis is going to be the same flex Lewis from the 212, but 20 pounds heavier. And nah, that's not always like, going to be the case. When you get bigger, when you get bigger, and you're and you're that height range, you know, it's the same problem that William will run into. If he puts on a little bit too much. He looks a little bit distorted. Mm-hmm. His symmetry and everything doesn't doesn't flow as well. Yeah, and you know, people just they just don't really look like the look that he brings. Sure. It could be the same way with Flex, you know, and he doesn't doesn't really know if he's going to have what kind of impact it's going to have yet. So yeah, you know, he gets he'll you know if he gets too big. It's going to come with some thickness in the middle. Yeah. Let's just be real. Yeah. And uh, if, if, if the extremities don't match that extra thickness in the middle, yeah. 
then he, it's going to throw off his look. Yeah, I didn't consider that. That's true. So I want to ask you something about your reign. Uh, I feel like there's always been an asterisk, right? Last year, people are like, well, there's an asterisk. These guys didn't compete, blah, blah, blah. Then in your off season, there's an asterisk. Uh, Brandon can't fly around because of COVID. Now at this Olympia, if you, let's say Phil shows up, right? And you beat mm-hmm. him. Are people going to say, yeah, but Phil was older. And then what if like COVID, like, you know, Bonac can't travel, Rami can't travel, Hadi can't travel. Are people, it's like, there's always like this thing. Yeah, it's always, you're right. It's, it's always, somebody's going to always have something to say. Yeah. And this is, that- is bodybuilding. It's bodybuilding. So somebody's always going to have what if or mm-hmm. If that, it's always going to be this question mark or asterisk. I'm totally prepared to take as many trophies as possible with as many asterisks as possible. I'm still kidding. <laughs> I guess the check, to, the check doesn't have an asterisk on it, so don't fucking mess. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Um, you know, man, I love how you take shit in stride. I, I don't think I could do what you do. It's like you're so chill about everything. It's like, I don't know, like a lot of people, it would bother them that there's like always an asterisk or this or that. And it's like, like when Sean Roden won, right? When Sean Roden beat, when Sean Roden beat Phil, there's asterisks. Well, it wasn't really Phil's best, blah, blah, blah. There's always like, it's gotta, it's gotta do something. Like it's gotta. Check us out, check us out, check us out. No, if if you're me, if you're me, you're watching the end of Phil's reign, right? You're, You're hearing all the crap. Everybody's saying about him. Yeah. You, you know, hearing all the critiques. Everybody wants him to be beat. Mm. Finally, Sean beats him. Then you hear all the crap that they're talking about Sean. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So my question is, what do I expect? Yeah. If I win, do I expect them to change the tone? Yeah. They just talk crap about the first two guys ahead mm-hmm. of me here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I'm coming in and I win. I don't think I should expect much different. Uh, so it's you know it's just a uh, it's just a pattern of it seems like a pattern here of human nature. You know, they're gonna they're gonna find a reason, and those voices will be heard. Yeah, you know. But what's it gonna take? Is there ever a way for what's it gonna take for people to just be like, yeah, that guy, no asterisks, no shit. Like the well, last time, it's like when time- Phil, it's like when Phil hasn't been competing. He he got. And he's been off the off the scene a little bit. He got more fans, you know. Yeah, more people started <laughs> talking positive about him. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, when I'm when I'm finished or and done, and everybody will learn to probably maybe appreciate, yeah. you know, what what has been done after the fact. Well, That's always the case, I think. The truth, I remember the last time I think somebody won with no asterisks was probably Ronnie. Mm. Not saying there wasn't people. Not saying there wasn't people like that what weren't year? happy. What like, year? Uh, the early years, probably 98 to 2001, 2000, well, right. even 2001, there was an asterisk because Jay, people, people think Jay should have won that show too. Right. There was a couple years where there was no asterisk. Right. And it's for Phil too, I think. Yeah. For Phil, he had a couple years too, where there was no yeah. asterisk too. Yeah. I, 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 that's right. But you know what you are right about? There are always the people that are going to find something to say about the guy who won. Because it's funny. And it's, it, what's interesting is after people retire, they just people fall in love with them because mm-hmm. I remember when Ronnie was winning, they were like, Oh, the gut, the gut, the gut. And then when Ronnie's finished, they're like, he's the king. Right. 
And then when Jay was winning, Jay was like, oh, he's a fridge. He's square. He doesn't have any personality. There's all right. these, all these shitty comments. And then he retires. And now it's like, he's everybody loves. Him. Yeah, everybody loves him. <laughs> <laughs> and then the same thing happened to Phil when Phil was winning. He's like, oh, he's cocky. He's arrogant. This, that. And then he takes a break and everybody's like, oh, we forgot how good Phil really was. It's like, right. is that fucking weird? Yeah. Is well, that- you, you're not, you're not, you got to become non-threatening when you're not a threat. You're appreciated. But why don't we appreciate what you're doing now? Like, why can't people look at Brandon Curry and go, yeah, you know what? He climbed the ranks and he's where he is. And whatever other situations might be part of that, or regardless, he's the best right now. Some do. Some do. I hear from them all the time. Mm-hmm. But the way media, social media, everything is driven, you know, you want clicks. You want people to, you know, you know, jump on something, the negativity is what they're going to jump on first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they're not going to jump on the positive story. It's just not a lot you can elaborate. It's not as exciting. It's not as sexy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, they're going to jump on the negative first. It's just the, it's the nature of the beast. Let me ask you this in your head, because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get into your head as much as possible. When you think of the Mr. Olympias that came before you, where do you see yourself now and where do you want to see yourself when you're done? Do you see yourself going on a run like Phil or like Dorian or like, do you see yourself, you know, racking up three, four, five? Is that what you want to do? Or are you like, eh, you know, I just want a couple and then I'm going to walk away and do something else. You know, I, I think about that all the time. And um, in, in the current state of everything, it's like, man, I think to myself, man, I could really run away with, several of these titles yeah but then the biggest question is it's like okay will i continue to have that drive to continue to want to win title after title or will i get bored and want to do something else you know or what will i just want to live a regular life again or or wait, you know wait sorry to interrupt why why do you think you said in the current state i could probably rack up a bunch tell me what that means what what state are you talking about well, I mean, just being on top of the bodybuilding world at this point. Yeah. I don't, I don't see, um, I don't see uh, like anyone that's coming up. That I just feel it's like going to just. That can take you out. Just threaten a title like right now. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Phil is, is, is probably the, you know, the most exciting thing to come and, and try to take this title just because of what he's accomplished. Sure. I just don't see beyond that. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't see a far beyond like, okay, who's, I don't see any moves. That doesn't mean it's not happening, Yeah. but it's not, it's not been put in, in my face quite, quite yet or in the bodybuilding community's face sure. where they're just jumping on the next train that's coming real fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Normally you get a, you get a, you get a, in our community, you kind of get a peak of that. Mm-hmm. you like, you kind of can see, okay, who's, who's coming. Who's coming? You know, who's, who's gonna really gonna be ready soon to just really, really challenge things. Uh, and it doesn't mean I haven't seen good progress and good things happening, yeah. but you know, it's hard to question the mindset. The physique is one thing, but the mindset it takes to come through the ranks and be a champion and, 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 and you know, give and take the good and the bad and be able to overcome those things and then come on top and win, it takes a lot. You know, yeah. it's not just, you know, it's a process, so to speak. Uh, the second thing you said was you weren't sure how many you want to win if you could win a bunch. So do you, what do you think a limiting factor is? What, what do you think would might, what do you think might, because I can't imagine being Mr. Olympia and being like, eh, I'm okay with two. Like I'd win 15 if I could. Right. 
So what right. what might what may might make you lose passion for it? Like I don't I don't know. It's uh it's just something that I, I you know, you can't do something forever at the highest level. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna go go out, you know, in in shame, so to speak. I get it. Like oh, I should have been gone a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I do want to, you know, I do want to be able to, you know, my map outside of bodybuilding, I think about that more. Like, okay, what am I gonna do after this is done? Sure. So when I feel in my heart of hearts that uh I'm done with the sport, I wanna be able to walk away and not feel like I'm just tied to it, you know, yeah. just because. Yeah. And I just want to have that freedom to do that. So that's why I don't put a particular number like I you know, like I know what's gonna happen in the next yeah, five yeah, years. Yeah. But if you had you to know, but if you had to guess, like if you had to like what I guess what I'm trying to say is you don't I mean some people kinda of have a plan, right? Right. So what I'm saying is I see what your plan is. Like you want to go out on top. That's obviously right. the you know, everybody wants that, right? But do you feel like I could do two? If I win two, I'm okay. Do you feel like three? Is there is there any number at all you see, or are you just gonna wait till your body kind of lets you know? Yeah, my body's probably more determined determiner to it. You know, it's gonna determine how I feel about still competing. It's sure. how, how healthy I can still do it. Yeah. As, you know, just uh, the mental factor. Yeah. You know, will I always be willing to put myself through what it takes to to be get prepared for a show to push myself to the to the highest limit. Yeah. You know, I could, I could, I could get cocky and say, Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to take the next five years or whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm more, I'm, I'm a person. I'm a more complex than that. Life doesn't revolve around just me and my own goals. Of course. Yeah. Uh, my life revolves around a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have to be, you know, I can't, I'm not one of those people that I've seen a lot of people do this over the years. They set these goals and these hard, solid goals. And then yeah. they never accomplish it. Sure. You know, they never, they never quite get there. And I just, I, I just, I don't want to, I, I wonder how that feels. I mean, how does that really feel to set that kind of goal and not really get there? Like yeah, yeah. if I set a goal, it's often because I'm pretty much hundred percent sure certain. that I'm going to accomplish that goal. Sure. If, if, if I'm, if, if that goal is in front of me, if I'm talking about it, if I'm making that statement, then in my mind, it's done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's com- fully complete and it's i've seen it before yeah i'm just i'm just walking through it yeah and i i just i just haven't got gotten that thinking behind how many titles sure it'll be right now i'm just, just enjoying it taking in the moment yeah uh the pressure of winning uh breaking records and all this kind of stuff or tying arnold or, or whoever it may be yeah, yeah. Are, are not in my not in my processing right now i think okay. that that those kind of pressures kind of kind of take away why kind of take away and and i think you're putting extra pressure on yourself unintentionally okay unintentionally um have you heard the saying i don't know the exact saying so don't don't get on me in the comment section if i get it wrong but have you heard (laughs) have you heard the saying it's hard to get up and run at five in the morning or what's it saying it's hard to be motivated when you go to bed in silk underwear have you heard that saying uh-uh, never. <laughs> I probably fucked it up royally, but whatever. The point is, <laughs> the point of the saying is, is it harder to be hungry when you've already won and you're making money and you're doing well and you're comfortable, or, you know, you have a nice home, you have a beautiful family, you know, you're going to your kids' football games and it's like, 
maybe it's really nice doing normal lifestyle things like hanging out with your kids and like, is it harder to get back into Brandon Curry, the bodybuilder zone where you're on fire and you're getting ready for the stage? Is that harder now that you're so successful? Well, it's not like I've been successful that long. No, but, uh, but you've reached, what I'm saying is you've reached the top. So when you, right. re, when you reach the top, is it easier to, is it easier to have the drive to reach the top or is the drive to repeat that feeling the same? Is it still that fire? Right, still right now, right now, even as a champion, I still feel the underdog feel okay. yeah. like I don't feel like I've accomplished. I'm accomplished enough and I've done enough in the sport yet. Yeah, yeah. So I feel I still feel like, you know, there's a lot that I need to accomplish. So I still feel like even though I'm at, I'm currently at the top, I, I don't sense that I'm at the top. I'm still I'm still chasing big things, in my sure. opinion, in my sure. mind frame. Yeah. So that that's that is what keeps me hungry. As long as that doesn't go away and I still have that mentality, I think, you know, it, it'll be easy to compete. It'll be easy to mm-hmm. challenge myself in that way and bring it to the stage. I think once that disappears and I kind of lose that underdog mentality. And uh, I maybe get too comfortable in uh, living normal life. Yeah. Which I have to question whether Phil's got comfortable living normal life uh, here recently. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. I mean, because as a bodybuilder, I, I listened to Branch on your show the other day. Yeah. And you were talking, and, and, uh, and who'd you have on? Yeah, Branch. Seth, and, uh, Seth, 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 Seth Roche, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, how they retired, and, you know, will they, does Branch want to go back and compete, you know? And he's like, no, he didn't he really, he's done. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I take that psychology. What does that What does that look like? You know, for yeah. Branch. You know, he's one of the most hardcore guys. You know, he's you know, bodybuilding, 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 yeah. blue collar, work hard. And then he's he's at a, he's reached a point where he's like, no, I'm done. I have no desire to go back. Yeah, but I think you touched on it. I think you gave me the answer I was I was looking for. You, a lot of people don't realize that we do this for ourselves like as much as we do for fans and we love doing it, but it's, it's for something we have inside of us mm-hmm. and you still feel like you have something to prove right that's that that's it because when branch was on the show branch was basically saying i did everything i gotta do and i'm happy with my career and i'm happy with what i did and right. there's nothing left for me to prove and i'm i, I just like training now Right. And, and that's, I think, the key to what you were saying and why you're still hungry is because you still, in your heart, feel like there's more for you to do. Right. So, so that's it. That's it. So that's what I'm saying. That's why making the prediction on how many, it's like, that's, that's hard. That's just hard yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. When you're sitting here looking, looking ahead and going, hmm, how many? And that's this question that I would have to ask myself every day. And it could change every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. If I really, if I set my mind to something that could change, I'd be like, oh yeah, I want to win. And then I, uh, next day I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I want to, you know, I know how that is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, I'm a human being, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I didn't like, I'm trying to come back to the stage now and I haven't competed in three years and it's, I forgot what normal life was like because I was a, just a hardcore bodybuilder for so many years. And then the last few years, I've been kind of more relaxed, especially this last year, you know, I'm hanging out with the family more, hanging out with friends more, doing more like normal life stuff. It really took me a long time to finally hammer down and like I needed, people are like, why did you take so long away from the stage? It's almost like my brain needed it. Like I needed to just live a normal life for a little while. And now I'm able to kind of reset and go back into it and like refocus. But um, I feel like it's hard to do both. And that's why you're saying about Phil, 
how comfortable did he get? And is he enjoying life too much? And if you're enjoying life too much and you haven't got it out of your system, sometimes it interferes with that hardcore mindset that you need to get back to the stage. So like if he's, so basically what I'm saying is if he's forcing it, like I'm doing it because I'm ready, right? Like I had a long break and I'm like, you know what? I'm ready. I want it. I want to do it, right? Right. If he's like forcing it for any ulterior motive, like we're talked about, that I think will make a, a big impact on how he looks. It is. It is. I, I think the dynamic you're talking about where you kind of pull away and then go go back into it is kind of like the dynamic we explained. So I'm home. Yeah. I'm into the normal life thing. I'm seeing the kids. I'm appreciating everything that the fruits of my labor, so to speak. And then I go away and it's just like total deprivation. Yeah. And I'm just at it again. Hardcore. Nothing mm-hmm. else to think about, you know. But I have a question about that. When you do that, is that like and I think I might know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Is that like, I love bodybuilding so much. I can't wait to get back to it. Or is it more, you know, you're sitting around with your family and you're seeing the success you've had and what you're able to give your children. And you're like, I got to go back to work. And it's not work. Like you don't want to do it, but it's like, I got to go back to work because I want to keep giving them this stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a combination. It's, it's, it's almost like a, it's almost for, formulaic, you know, because when you get there, the psychology, mm-hmm. the psychology that comes at you is, is, is it's complex. You know, it's that it's like I'm here, I'm away. I can't come back a sucker. I can't back, come back a loser. Yeah. You know, this is this is this is the way I provide, you know, and when I come here and I'm home and I'm seeing the fruits of my labor. And it's like, OK, man, I'm, my kids are blessed. You know, my family's blessed. And, you know, yeah, I need to get back. Yeah, I do think about itching and getting back in that in that killer instinct mode. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of hard to feel like a killer when you got a, a six-year-old wants to give you a hug and, you know, you know, you know, and you're around your family, you know, and, yeah. you know, you're, you're being uh, diplomatic and you're trying to teach your boys not to, to treat each other better and stuff like that. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. but getting out of that zone and, and going into like, okay, it's, it's just, uh, it's a different oh. side of me yeah. that, you know, it's necessary for me, yeah. uh, but I don't like that side of me. Uh, in certain contexts, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, I was just going to say, you kind of have to, it's almost like that's a, like a really big bonus for you. You can go away and be Brandon Curry, the killer, instead of being at home, like obviously figuratively, but you know what I'm saying? Like you can go away and be, and be, you know, I'm, I'm the assassin. I'm going to go and I'm doing my shit. And I'm in that mindset where there's nothing that can change my, the way I'm focused. Whereas being home, I, I agree with you. Like, I don't know how you would go to the gym and then turn it off when you're at home and then turn it back on. So it's a major, major benefit to you that other people don't have. So I guess going, going away is probably something you look forward to. So you can really like channel it. it only because I, I, you know, know how productive it is. I, I know my mentality of my coach, you know, yeah. and, uh, and I feed off that too. It's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's a crazy chemistry and, yeah. uh, and it's something I, it's hard to explain, but when you're around the energy and you're in the midst of it, you're like, okay, this makes perfect sense. <laughs> I know you're, I know you're like more of a chill guy, but when you're there, does he know how to push your buttons to get you like fired up? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 his energy, I feed off his energy yeah. definitely because he's, he's a ten, very tenacious type of personality. Now, I may not, I may not uh, express myself in the same way, yeah. but I'll, I'll put it into the work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know even even if he's annoying me that's a good thing because 
<laughs> put it into the work. You know? bad, yeah. 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 So yeah. it's like, no matter what, it's like, I may not, I may not be vocal about it. I may not express myself the same, but I know how to put it, my energy right yeah. into what I'm doing. Yeah. And yeah. And it's, 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 I don't know. I have probably the same Superman complex. Everybody who has Yeah, yeah. go to my lair. And <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, okay. So just a couple X's and O's questions. When you're home and you're eating right now, are you kind of like on a break or are you priming yourself for when you go for the work? Like, is your, uh, is your calorie, exp- like your calorie set up for the day? Is it like low or are you like really trying to build it up? So when you get there, you're ready to work. Yeah. I'm, I'm really trying to build up on my calories, on my eating, just my, my ability to just sit out and just put away some food. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, that's what I got to work my way into. Cause that's that, uh, that's those moments of like solitude when I'm just, it's like forked to mouth. Yeah. 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 And, uh, that, uh, that's a whole nother mental area. So I'm kind of, you know, you train yourself in the gym. That's, 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 that's nothing to us anymore, but just that mental area of just putting this food down, putting this food down, feeling uncomfortable, feeling uncomfortable, getting prepared to, to do all that is, is what I'm, what I'm into right now because. That, Sorry, go ahead. I apologize. Cause that's all I want to have time to, to do. Yeah. Yeah. Sit around and just, eat and then you know when i'm not training you're not a big eater are you no no so you're literally like right now trying to just ramp it up slowly so when you get right there, you're prepared right so what is the calorie do you have an idea what your calories for the day would look like right now like you in the five thousand mark the three thousand mark? i don't i don't know exactly i'm just following uh uh he, he uh what's a typical see. meal look what's a typical meal look like let's see right now let's see let's see breakfast is it's like six, is it's, no, it's six egg whites, four whole eggs, a mm. uh, hundred grams of grits. Okay. And, uh, you know, I can have that with oils or butter, okay. which is fine now. Yeah. And then we do, uh, and then right now I'm doing nine, I'm actually doing nine ounces of, uh, of meat. beef yeah, yeah. or meat in general. Yeah. And, uh, uh, 250 to 300 grams of uh, starch. That's not that bad. It's like, yeah, for me, it's, you should be able to get it down easy, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad, but for yeah. me, it's like, sucks. It's like, I'm not a big eater. It yeah. takes me, I eat slow. Is what it, what it is. <laughs> I used to eat fast. Yeah, I used yeah. to eat fast. And then I started uh, having uh, choking issues, you know? Okay. okay. So cause I wouldn't chew my food well enough. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, I finally broke that habit because I got tired of, yeah. You know, feel like I was going to freaking die. <laughs> yeah, that will, that'll do it. <laughs> so I started chewing my food more. So now, yeah. now it seems like everybody eats faster than me. Yeah. Everybody. It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like chewing so much. Everybody's like, oh, everybody's done. I'm like, oh, I'm still <laughs> digging this bowl out, you know? So, so yeah, for me. So you're at that now, but when you get to Kuwait, he's going to ramp it up even more. Like, yeah. Like, when, I, when I get to Kuwait, it's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's even more because I don't, you know, it's like, ah, I'm eating, I'm eating, I'm eating. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. It's got a lot of food. I'm going to be, yeah, yeah. it's going to feel like a food, 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 everyday food, food in my face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, we, we, I even learned to train like right after eating, uh, when I was yeah. in Kuwait, like really with no problem. Like, like how soon? After? No, like eating and then going to train. I can't do that, man. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
How do you get that? Don't you get bloated and fucking feel sick? No, no. I mean, at first it's uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable at first, but then eventually yeah. you just adjust. It's weird. Is that what he wants you to do, or is it just because you're trying to? Well, get Well, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just that when I'm getting my meals in, it's like they start yeah. to run together. Yeah. And if I, and if you know, and I'm like, okay, I gotta eat this real quick. I want to take a nap. I gotta eat this real quick. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. it down before I go train. So sometimes yeah. I'll get it down right before I gotta go train. Oh, amazing. Um, so I want to touch on business a little bit because you opened your own gym. Yeah. Are you partnered? I don't know. Yeah. Is it partnered with partnership, Brent. right? Brent. Yeah. So the gym's called Carbon Culture. Mm-hmm. It's in Tennessee. Yes. Tennessee, Franklin, Tennessee is the first one in Franklin. And Just expanded the, that one another 4,000 uh, square feet. So. so wait a minute. Let me ask you. Is the one in Franklin, are you partners in that one too? Or are you getting your own? Yeah. Okay. So how is yeah. that? How is that? How is it having your own gym? Is that something you always wanted to do? You know, it's something that I wanted to do before I, I got deep in the bodybuilding world. And then I got kind of turned off the more gym owners I met. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and okay. So when this was, you know, this idea came up again, it was like, it, it was reminiscent of my initial kind of ideas of what I wanted to do. Yeah. So it kind of sparked that interest again because it was so familiar to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like seeing it again. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, okay, yeah, we, I can definitely get into this. And, and I kind of get into the equipment side of it a little bit more as far as, you know, what I like and what I want to see and how it's laid out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's just been a real cool, cool experience to kind of see people come in and enjoy, yeah, you know, something like that that you've, you know, you've, you put some effort into and you, you, yeah. you know, experiencing the members. Yeah, so yeah. that's what's, that's what's cool. And then having a place to go, when things kind of shut down, was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your own. Was it like having your own gym for a little while, like by yourself? Oh man, I, you know, I, I was on, I was on fire at that point because I thought I had this big advantage. You know, September's yeah. coming. Yeah. Uh, you know, I started turning up the, turn up the, the, the intensity. Yeah. I was like, okay, we're going, to, we're going for this, right? And then of course they push it back. They kind of, yeah. kind of got let the air out of the cells a little bit. Yeah. Slow it down. But yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was cool just being in there. Just me and my training partner, nobody else. So it kind of got school. When did you guys open? I said we opened again in May 1st. No, no. May 1st is when we opened out. Before that, we were open three weeks before. We opened so, three weeks before that. So you opened the, your, your grand opening would have been like the first week of April. Well, opening, not grand opening. Well, opening. Sorry. Yeah. So opening. Grand opening is like a celebration. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, three months over so three weeks. And then we got, we had to shut down for almost a month. And then we opened back up in May 1st. What was it like? Oh, so you didn't, you like really shut down the whole time. You're only shut down for three weeks. Well, about a month. A month. About a month. That's, that's not bad though. Like the yeah, gym, yeah. Like, uh, there's a gym owner here that I, I talk to all the time and he was shut down for five months. Right. And yeah. Like, he's like, I got to pay this bill every month. And I got no money coming in for five yeah. for five months. I'm like, that's crazy, man. I think I think we were probably prepared for what three? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. If you know, so five, that's rough. Was it was it kind of deflating opening starting a business and then having COVID hit? I was distracted. I was by what? distracted. By what? I was distracted with uh okay. Uh this is happening. At least I have a place to train. I was looking at all the positives yeah. and I prepared for the Olympia. Yeah. So that's, that was more of uh more of what I was thinking about at the time. It was more like, okay, I was distracted. Let me focus on something I can control. Mm-hmm. And that was getting ready for the show. So yeah. as far as, um, 
you know, what this COVID thing was going to do to us. I was just trying to, you know, stay positive as possible. We had, sure. you know, of course we had members that wanted to continue to support the business as much as they could. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course that's helped, but, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I was kind of distracted. The thing was, it was just a brief, you know, time of distraction and worry because by the time May opened the week of, we opened in May 1st, we like doubled our memberships that next week. Oh, okay. Okay. Cause yeah. we were able to, the way our facility was designed, we were able to open up with and adjust to all the, uh, the different new protocols and stuff a lot quicker than some of the surrounding businesses were yeah, comp- yeah. competition, so to speak. So yeah. it drove and in the, it, it did help the Nashville was shut down a little bit longer than us as well. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the people that was coming from Nashville to train in Franklin because yeah. their gyms were still closed. So it kind of helped yeah. us a lot. You got guys, so, you, have to, you have to wear a mask at your gym? No, no, no. You don't have to wear a mask. Okay. You, is anybody in Tennessee wearing masks or just in Franklin you're not? Or what is that? Yeah, I mean, you see people around here with masks. You know, you got you to have a mask on when you go into a restaurant. Yeah. At least when how, you enter. How does that happen? <laughs> Does that make any sense to you? No, we, we went to breakfast today and we're, you know, it's like the weirdest thing. It's like, okay, COVID's going to get you when you're in a restaurant. So put on your mask. When you sit down at the table, you can take it off because you're, you're safe from COVID. Uh, so, but before you leave, put that mask on when you hit that threshold, that door. Cause it's COVID's, only, COVID's only at the door. It's not at the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loves the door, man. Loves that threshold. Dude, I don't put understand. Put that mask on. Isn't it crazy? Because I'm, like, I'm walking through Costco the other day. And like I said, my buddy's gym is closed for five months. Uh-huh. And he doesn't have a massive gym. I think he's only got like a thousand members. But when you're in there, there's only like... 20 or 30 people at a time right it's just mm. very like scarce the amount of people that come come in at once i'm walking through costco and there's like 300 people in there shopping and everyone's bumping elbows and shit and i'm like how come it's okay for costco to be open but my buddy's gym can't have <laughs> he can't have 20 people in there working you know what i'm saying like it's such a strange yeah. it's such a strange thing right it's a strange it's a strange time because it just it, 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 it kind of you know, we, we're taught common sense, yeah. and uh, some of us was taught critical thinking uh, yeah. growing up. Some yeah, of yeah. us, yeah, and uh, it just defies common sense and it defies critical thinking. Yeah. Some of these things, and unfortunately, you know, some people take these things way more seriously than others. Oh man, uh, you're telling me. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, whew, I mean, oh man, I just seen, I see, I, I, I witnessed it at the hotel we were at. There was an employee that was so strict on the mass rule. Mm. that I could tell when she wasn't working. Like, I know when she had her day off because what? <laughs> it was just totally di- different. Oh, you mean, no, the, yeah, nobody in the place was wearing their mask, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's just like, well, you didn't just didn't have a constant reminder. It wasn't the pressure of always that's, having that's your right. mask on. Other employees were kind of lax when she wasn't around because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, when she's around, she's a mask tower, you know? Yeah. Everybody, no matter what. I mean, I think my son came to the door without a mask, and I was like, wasn't it like uh, you're 12 and under? You know, you have that's you okay. know, a mask is optional. She's like, no. It's only if you're two and under, and I'm thinking. <laughs> so okay, two and under. Yeah. So you know, some I was just like, okay. Yeah, some people get carried away. Yeah. So let me ask you this, and I'm not going to keep you because you know we've been on for an hour, and you're Mr. Olympia, and you probably got a lot of stuff to do. But got to eat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I want to ask you: Is there any recent photos that you're going to post, or we're going to see anything of Brandon Curry, or are we going to have to wait? How long are we going to have to wait till we see? what the current Brandon Curry looks like. Well, you got to wait on me. 
apparently you won't may not have to wait on my coach. He, he's always <laughs> he's gonna post something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he releases things uh, you know, unbeknownst to me, and I find out from other people. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, did yeah. What? Yeah. So you know, for as far as I'm concerned, you know, you may have to wait you know, for you know some more. So just well, as we get into the meat of things a little bit more, mm. as you know, we start getting to that ground a little bit more. You know, you start. You start, you know, it's, 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 you start feeling like you want to see, you want to let people see some shit. It's for the fans, but it's not always for the fans. Well, who, what else is it for then? Uh, it's, it's the psychology of the Psycho- man, I think. Playing, playing, playing little games here and there. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So the, the fans get to be a part of that, you know, those things, you know, and, uh, and, you know, you just kind of let them in, get an inside yeah. look of what's going on. But you, you know, those things are impacting, uh, yeah, yeah, others. So yeah. let me ask the last question before you go. Are we going to see, because I asked you this the last time you were on, and it was the last question I asked you before you left the last time. Are we going to see uh, Mr. Olympia, Brandon Curry, again? Oh, are you, you going to, are you going to, uh, last time you were on, uh, the am, last I, am, time, am I going to be 220 champion is what you're trying to say? Yeah, because the last time I asked you, I said, are you going to win? And you looked at me and you're like, I'm going to win the show. And then you fucking won the show. <laughs> so I'm asking you Well, again. well uh, I'm going to say that again. I'm going to win the show. Are you going to win the show? All right. Yeah, I want to win the show. For sure. There's no doubt. For sure, no doubt. Hey, you know what? You you do this to people. You shouldn't do this to people, though. Because uh, <laughs> Why? I'm just saying because I, I saw you do this to some other competitors getting ready for the Tampa. And, uh, yeah. Yes, both top guys. Of course. And what are they going to say? Well, you know what? Ian was very honest in his opinion. Yeah. He said, I think I can win. He said, "I'm." it's going to be very – he's like – you know, I just, what I, what I expect is just an honest, everybody wants to win, but I expect an honest, I guess I just expect an honest answer. So Ian gave me one. He was like, you know, Hunter's really good. Hunter's coming on strong. Hunter's going to be a fan favorite, but I'm going to do my best to win. And I think I can win. And it's going to be Hunter's job to beat me or my job to lose, which I felt like it was a really, a really honest way to say it. And then I asked Hunter the same question. Hunter said, I just like to know people's mindset, right? Like Hunter was mm. like, I've known I was going to win for 26 weeks. And mm. I asked, and I asked him again, I said, is that like some fluffy shit that you're just like saying to yourself? He's like, no, he's like, this isn't motivation. This isn't like I've known for 26 weeks. So it's not that I'm trying, it's not that I'm trying to get people to like put themselves in a bad place or trying to cause drama. I just like to, I like to get the, look, when I was competing, I knew, if you said to me, Brandon, hey, Fuad, where are you going to place at the Arnold's? I could be like, well, and, and this isn't going to apply to you because you're the best right now. But at mm-hmm. the time, I would have been like, well, I probably can't beat Brandon. I probably can't beat Bonac. This, this, this. I, I'm trying to shoot for fourth or fifth, right? So you get like a mm-hmm. real, you get a real feeling of like where the person's mental state is. Mm-hmm. It might not be a fair question to you because obviously you're not going to say anything, but I, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. I always look at how things are lining up and the way the recent events have, have lined up yep. so far, it's made me, it's given me a, a very good feeling about this, this season as far as competition is mm-hmm. concerned. We got Phil Heath coming back to the stage. I mean, come on. <laughs> a week or two ago, I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> you know, so that these things are lining up uh, very well, and I feel like it's it's in my favor mm. for this season. And uh, and I'm continuing to look for those things, continue to look for those confirmations as mm. we go along. 
So as of right now, you got a very confident guy going into the show. Mm. And I'll continue to, to move and continue to see what, what I'm being shown as I move ahead. Mm. And hopefully we build on that. Okay. I got to say, say one thing and then I'm going to ask you a question. I want your honest opinion. Mm-hmm. So I like your answer because this is why. Of course, you're going to say you're going to win. But the way you say it tells me that you're not stressed in any way that he's coming back. You're actually excited because it gives you a chance to show your dominance. That's, hey man, I mean, but that's important for the people out there to know, right? Because that's what they want. They people, and I'm saying as a fan, I want to mm-hmm. know what's that guy thinking, right? So that's why I asked I that mean, question. We got we got a question the Olympia, you know, I questioned the Olympia how the Olympia was going to take place, and you know what we're going to do this year, mm. and then you know you get thrown this 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 great uh, <laughs> present, great curveball here, <laughs> yeah. and you go, wow. Okay, yeah. this is this is what everybody's looking for. <laughs> this is what everybody wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like, yeah. So it's 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 one of the things that okay, if you're looking for motivation, oh, well, here it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here it is, right here. All right. You know, if so, you want something, if you want to build a fire, yeah, you there you it. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So last question, and this is uh, this is a critique I want from you. Do you do you think I shouldn't ask competitors those questions? No, nah, no, nah, it, it's it's great fun, but I think you 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 should tell them to elaborate. Yeah, maybe you're so, right. So yeah. yeah, so they can you can actually get the mindset part because it's it's the easiest answer is just oh, of course. Yeah, I don't, I don't. That's what I'm looking for is the mindset as to why, yeah. and I, it's probably how I should ask it. So okay. Yeah, it's a bit more like you know what's the men, what's the what's your winning winning mentality at this point? Like, yeah, what's your reason? Yeah, right. What, what, okay. Know. I'll take it into advisement from Mr. O. We'll change the show. Yeah, because, I mean, you kind of throw him under the bus. They go, no. you know, check, <laughs> hey, check, check yes or check no, you know. I'm not, throwing, like, them up. I'm they, not throwing them under if, the bus. <laughs> if they check no, it's like, okay. It's There's like, no, yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> There's no winning. <laughs> yeah, there is no. There isn't really a right answer, I guess. No. But you got to ask. It's such a. Yeah, you got it. You, you're doing it for the fans, of course. I got I to ask it. You're right, though. I got to rephrase it a bit next time. All right. Well, thanks for the advice. No problem, bro. No problem. <laughs> All right. All right, Brandon. I'm going to wrap it up, man. Listen, thank you very much for taking the time, man. I appreciate it. And yes, uh, hopefully I can get you on again uh, when we get closer to the Olympia and we can get like some fire. We'll see what kind of fire you got going at that point. Yeah, I, I'll just bring I'll just bring the firecracker with me. Bring them. You know, we'll do that. Why don't we do that? We'll do we'll bring yeah. we'll bring we'll do, coach. We'll do it together. Yeah, that'll be fun. And then he can be he can he can say all the talk all the shit for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's great at doing that. He's great at doing that. <laughs> All right, man. I'll, I'll let you go eat, dude. Listen, thank you very much. I appreciate the time, and uh, we'll do it again. All right, bro. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. See Bye. you guys.